0: Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We glorify your name this morning. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Lord. You are great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise your name. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you.
1: praise you this morning, God, for all that you do, Lord God. We yeah. thank you, Lord God, that you're calling dry bones to come alive today, Lord God. Father, we honor you in this place today, Lord. We ask you, Father, that you just have your way, Lord God. Father, let us bring the word, Lord God, Father, with simplicity and understanding, Lord, and accuracy, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for moving in this place today, Lord God. We honor you, Lord, for everything that you've done. I ask you, Father, that you just have your way, Lord. Father, yeah. let us leave here, Lord, change, God, because we spent time in your presence, Lord. We just honor you today for everything that you're doing, Lord God. ask you, Father, that you just have your way, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Judah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good to be in the house of God today. Amen. Thank the Lord. Children, you're dismissed. Youth. You're dismissed. Everybody else stuck with me today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good to be in the house of God today. Amen. 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 Memorial Day weekend. I hope everyone gets to enjoy some time with family and friends. Eat a hamburger. My dog. Hallelujah. But remember what the. Is for remember those who gave the ultimate sacrifice in service for our country. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! You know, 2nd Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 says, Know this, know also in the last days, perilous times I'll start this morning by sharing a song with you. I'm not going to sing it; I'm just going to read the lyrics. It's not a Christian song, but it applies. Name the song's "Ball of Confusion." What the world is today. Recorded by the Temptations. 1970, so it's 52 years old. Almost as old as me. I was five years old when the song came out. Released on their greatest hits album, it was never on another studio album, just on this one. One album. Greatest hits to LP, 1970. People moving in, people moving out. Reverse that. People moving. person talking about love thy brother is the preacher. It seems nobody's interested in learning but the teacher. Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, humiliation, obligation to our nation. Ball of confusion. Oh yeah, that's what the world is today sales of pills are an all-time high, young folks walking around with their heads in the sky. The cities blaze in the summertime and oh the beat goes on. Evolution, revolution, gun control, the sound of soul, shooting rockets to the moon, kids growing up way too soon. Politicians say more taxes will solve everything. And the band plays around and around and around we go where the world's headed, nobody knows. Can't you hear me talking to you? Just a ball of confusion. Well, yeah, that's what the world is today. Fear in the air, tensions everywhere. Unemployment rising fast, the Beatles new records again. The only safe place to live is on an Indian reservation and the band played on. Eve of destruction, tax deduction, city inspectors, bill collectors, mob clothes in demand, population out of hand, suicide, too many bills, hippies moving to the hills, people all over the world are shouting in the war. what the world is today. Let me hear you say, a ball of confusion. That's what the world is today. Just a ball of confusion. Songs from 1970, but it still applies today. Nothing ever changes. Book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verse 9 says, And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there's no new thing under the sun. Nothing changes. The things that are going on now are the things that have been going on. Back in 1970, 52 years ago, same things going on today. It was the same things that was done 50 years before that, 100 years before that, and 1,000 years before that. Nothing new to understand. Under the sun, it's a repetitive cycle. You know, everything just comes back around. Anybody ever remember watching the old Dragnet TV show? opening narration ladies and gentlemen the story you're about to hear is true only the names have been changed to protect the innocent world's in a mess I, it's the same thing over and over just the names change you know just this week there was a shooting at a school in Texas terrible tragedy we grieve for the loss of life in that place and and as the story is unfolding we we know that there was a lot of mistakes that were made by the authorities during the event that caused it to be a lot worse than it should have been. We need to pray for all the families involved. Remember, it's not the first time it's happened. It probably won't be the last time it happens. Hopefully we'll learn some things and learn how to handle it a little better set some things up where kids can be protected a little better. But what happened? Evil. We're going to be having to deal with evil until the Lord takes us out of this place. And not only do we have a school shooting, now we've got a shortage of baby formula. You imagine being a new parent trying to figure out where you're going to get formula for your baby. I wouldn't want to have to deal with that. War in Ukraine. It's a mess on the global stage. You know, since Russia's full-scale military invasion on February 24th, fighting has caused nearly 3,000 civilian deaths. And inside the country, it's displaced like 7 million people. That's along with the 5 million refugees that have left the country. Most of them went to Poland, where NATO, which uh, the United States is a member of, is trying to take care of them. Those were the numbers as of May 12. national average yesterday, $4.601 a gallon for gas. Diesel fuel, $5.53 a gallon. That's according to AAA yesterday. Why? Everybody's blaming everybody else. The government's blaming Russia and the manufacturers, while the manufacturers are pointing their finger States and their policies. Truth is, it's D, all of the above. It's all their faults. All of them have a part plan, and now we're facing a manufactured gas shortage. Just this week, I know of three gas stations that ran out of gas and they don't know when they're going. shell station at the corner of Nuka and Outlook. Okay, so four of them. Supply chain problem. And that's a manufactured fallacy just to blame things on stuff. You get our idea? get our eyes off of things that are that are happening. Food prices going up. I know our food bill's gone up. You notice the shelves that are a little bit bare at the supermarket here lately. Supply chain situations. Food. Processing news story I heard, there have been 22 incidents of food processing plants this year that caused them to shut down or cut cut their production. Fires and different things like that. And then on top of that, of course, the supply chain issues. Can't get it to them can't get what's made where it needs to be in, then the increased price of fuel causes the price of the food to go up. Why? Because somebody's got to pay for it it winds up being you and me. Abortion upset and worried because the Supreme Court reconsidering Roe versus White. And all they're gonna take abortion away from us. No, they're just gonna send it back to the states and let states decide what the rules the abortion industry is afraid their cash cow is cash about ready to run dry. But what in the world does all of this, what does this song and all this stuff that I've just said have to do with anything? I'm glad you asked. here to tell you today that with all this mess going on, With all the junk and all the garbage and all the the things that are happening in our country and and to everybody around us, we need to draw as close to God as we can. In times like these, we need to lean on God more than ever. We need to trust Him more than ever. Yes, without a question, these are perilous times that we're living. And it was for perilous times like these that a song was written, a lot of years ago, written by a lady by the name of Ruth K. Jones. Title of the song was In Times Like These. Very popular hymn in the second half of the 20th century. She wrote the song at the low point of World War II when um, it seemed that the allies were bogged down in Italy and in other countries and the war wasn't going anywhere and the world economies were at breaking points they are rationing everything and all that and she wrote this in times like these you need a savior in times like these you need an anchor be very sure be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. The course is this. This rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. This rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure. Be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. So today I want to take the words for this song and use it as a base for, for our message this morning first thing in times like these you need a savior and people are leaning and looking to everything except for Jesus today they're trying to find comfort in drugs and in alcohol and in sex and in just everything except leaning on Jesus but first without Jesus you're a sinner you're guilty before a righteous God Romans 3.23 says this for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God you fall short of God's standard of holiness you're a sinner and God can't let you in his presence but with Jesus he became the sacrifice for our sin. He paid the price so that we could come and we could lean on him. And that we could trust him and believe him and know that he has washed us clean. Amen. So that when we stand before God, all he sees is the blood of his precious son. You need a savior because of God's judgment. You know, Nicodemus came to talk to Jesus in John chapter 3. And, and, and Jesus told him this. said, he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not on the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him. Pretty black and white. If you believe in Jesus and you trust in Jesus and you know Jesus. Or you've got judgment waiting Heard it said like this one time. Some men's judgment goes before them. We repent, we 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 ask God to wash us clean from our sins, and the judgment that we would have received goes on before us and is washed and it's covered by the blood of Jesus. But those who don't, their judgment follows after them. And it catches up to them when they stand before the throne. Savior because we don't want to go to hell. If we don't come to Jesus and we don't serve him and trust him and and believe him and let him be the Lord of our life. People go in some place they don't Revelations 20, 14, and 15 says, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. That's the second death. Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now we want to be sure that our name was written in the Lamb's book of life. We want to be sure that God knows who we are. Savior that's been provided for us to save us from our sin Jesus came he lived a, lived a sinless life and then he died on the cross for my sins for your sins the Bible says it over and over again that if we'll turn from our sin and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ that God will forgive us of our sin Jesus will be our Savior. Now, if we know folks that haven't done that, we need to encourage them to do it every chance we get. We need a Savior. In times like these, we need security. The next phrase in the song says, "In times like these, you need an." You know, a ship's anchor makes it steady and, and makes it secure, you know, whenever ships get into a storm, a lot of times they'll try and find a harbor to get into. They'll try and get behind an island. I, I used to watch, uh, what's the name of that show? Deadly Catch. That's a crab fisherman up in the Bering Sea. And there was more than one time when I was watching that show that they would have a storm roll through, a, a, a terrible storm roll through there, and they're looking to try and find an island to get behind so they can drop anchor so that they can be protected until that storm goes past them. That ship's anchor makes it steady, makes it secure. Even when the winds are howling all around it, and the waves are high and rough. like this, where do we find security? Just think about it. Everything in the world is insecure. Everybody talks about social security. Social security is not what it used to be. Your job, but one incident could cause you not to have that. You might think that you have your health, but tomorrow could come a diagnosis that you don't want. The truth is, in this world, during these perilous times, there's nothing that is secure except Jesus. He's the only sure thing in the world. We have security if Jesus is our Savior. If he's the one that we're holding on to, we have the security of the presence of God forever. Hebrews 13, 5 says, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. I'll go with you all the way even to the Jesus is our Savior. We have that security of knowing that Jesus is with us. He's going to help us. He's going to guide us no matter where we are, no matter what we're going through, no matter what trials we're facing, that he is there and he's holding our hand through the whole thing. John ten twenty eight says this, and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Jesus is your Savior, you're secure in Him. We don't have to worry about hell. If Jesus is our Savior, He said that we we wouldn't perish there, that, that, that no one in this universe would pluck us out of His hand. We're secure in Him. Romans 8 38 and 39 says for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord the greatest security that we can ever have That no matter what goes on in this world. No matter who the president is. No matter if the economy sinks. We have a V-shaped recovery. If our country becomes a socialist dystopia. No one or nothing can ever separate us from the word of God. From the love of God. Man, our joy shouldn't depend on who's president. stock market is bullish or bearish. What's going on in the news? I just about quit watching the news. You know, Christians have always thrived in good times and in bad. They found hope and solace in in, in Jesus, in democracies and under uh, repressive Muslim regimes and communist dictatorships Christians as always held on because they know that they have Jesus and he's holding them and he's protecting them and he's gathering them under his wings some of the greatest Christian moves as valid during the good times as they are in the bad times you still have the promises of God when things are bad and that's when we need to learn to lean on in times like these Jesus offers security for our hearts we can find comfort and we can find joy in in Jesus if we'll just block out all the bad bad news turn off the TV a little while Set our focus on Jesus. Spend time in prayer. Spend time in scripture. We need to get the word of God on the inside of us. King David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart, O God, that I might not sin against thee. He didn't say, God, I'm putting your word in here because I'm not going to sin against you. That I might not. He knew that he was human and he he would fail and he would fall short. But God, I'm putting it in here because I want it to come up and I want it to remind me, hey, you need to go this way. Which brings me to my next point. In times like these, you need the scriptures. Second verse of the song starts out, in times like these, you need the Bible. how we need the unerring unchanging word of God in our life we need the Bible to understand our times 1 Chronicles 12.32 says this and of the children of Issachar which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do but we're living in the end times Over there, derelict So she heard it all her life her mama before her lived to be 76 years old she heard it all of her life doesn't matter how long you've been hearing it it's still true we're living in the end times I don't want I, I, I'm not going to speculate how close we are said in 2 Timothy 3.1 this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come and I do believe we're living in some perilous times we'll read on down through verse 7 of that chapter listen to the description of those last days for men shall be lovers of their own selves covetous boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, which means lacking self-control, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Verse 7, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And we need the scriptures to understand what's going on in our world and what we need to be doing about it. We need the scriptures to raise our children in this perilous day. When almost every phase of... life, every part of life, the government, the education, the entertainment industry, they're all conspiring together to undermine your authority as parents. They're trying to secularize your children and all that's going to do is lead to confusion and destruction if they go down. Jesus said in John 10 10 the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly Satan wants to steal your children from you Satan wants to steal your grandchildren from you and he wants to destroy them you know it's only as we bring them to Jesus as we find in, in, in the scriptures That they can have life and have it more abundantly. Satan wants to enslave your kids through skin and and destructive habits. But we have to teach them truth. We have to teach them the word of God. We have to teach them what God is saying. John 8.32 says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Jesus was the embodiment of truth in living form. The Bible is truth in written form. It's only as we bring our kids to Jesus and we teach them scriptures and that they learn these scriptures and they take them and they hide them. That's why it's important to get your kids started at an early age teaching them scriptures, letting them know That Jesus loves them, that Jesus cares for them, that He's their Savior, and they can trust Him. They can find true freedom in Jesus. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God we need to share the word of God with people that we come in contact with. Why? Because they need to get to know Jesus. They need to get to know the word of God. They need to get to know the scriptures. Only as we share the word of God, only as we share Jesus, can people in our community be saved. Only as we tell others about the salvation that's offered in the word of God, can they get to know our Lord. My last point here. I might get out of here early today. Not making no promises. In times like these, you need service. Second line of the second verse says, In times like these will be not idle. When there's trouble and peril in our, our, our world, that's the time as never before for God's people to be out in the vineyard and doing all that we can to reach people for God, to share the love of Jesus Christ and invite those people. To come to know him that don't know him. And the ones that do know him that aren't going to church anywhere. Invite them to church. Ask them to come out. Get them into the house of God. To share fellowship with those who trust God and know him. And knowing the state of our world, we should be serving the Lord with all of our hearts. Like never before One Christian writer wrote, now is the time for Christians to face the task of evangelism, prayer, devotion, and service. All of these are pressed upon us urgently by our present world situation. And the things going on in the world we need to be about the Father's business. God help us in these perilous times to not lose heart. To not become discouraged, not be gloomy, not be fearful, not be idle, not be lazy or apathetic. Each passing day we see that things seem to be getting worse and worse and worse. But each day offers us an opportunity for service. It, it, It brings us one day closer to the coming of the Lord. And we need to be seeking His face. We need to be trusting Him and believing Him and sharing Him with those people that we come in contact with. You know, listen to me this morning. In times like these, don't be idle. Be about the Father's business. Put aside our weights and the sins. As the Word says that so easily beset us, Let's put away the things that hinder us and and slow us down and cause us to not be as involved in doing what God has called us to do. And let's get busy. Get serious about serving God. And these times of peril require our best efforts. Times like these require us to do our best, to give our all. You know, we just had our primary voting here in Kentucky on May 17th. And think about those people that are running for office and all those who are trying to get their candidate elected for the next 23 and a half weeks until Election Day. Their goal is going to be to try and convince as many people as they can that their candidate is the best one for the job, and they're going to be trying to share their policies and and what they can do for the people to try and get them to vote for that person so that they can get in office and not do anything that like they said. But we need to. Be we need to be telling people about Jesus and sharing Jesus, because one thing is for sure: He'll do what He says He'll do. His promises are yes, and they're amen. And when things are falling apart, when it seems like the world is going to hell in a handbasket, He's there and He's holding us in the palm of His hand. And that even though things might seem like they're shaking all around us. We stand upon a sure foundation of Jesus Christ, of the Amen. Word of God, and we know that it's truth. And God help us be diligent about serving God and giving Him our all. Well, we believe in our call. We believe in Jesus. We know that Jesus is able to do abundantly above anything that we could ever ask or think of him. The work of the kingdom is important. We need to get serious and, and dedicate our time and our effort and our commitment and our sacrifice to doing what God has called us to do. Yeah, we're living in perilous times, but we have Jesus. In times like these, you need a Savior. Have you met the Savior? Have you come to know Him? Have you come to trust Him? Have you given Him His heart in your life? trust in him. Don't delay in making Jesus your savior. In times like these, we need security. Jesus is our security. He's sure and he's true. And, and in times of trouble and trial and turmoil, go to Jesus and let him be your anchor in a troubled sea. In times like these, you need Scriptures, you need the Word of God. An old poem. Though the cover is worn and the pages are torn, and though places bear traces of tears, yet more precious than gold is the book, worn and old, that can shatter and scatter my fears. When I prayerfully look in this precious old book, As my eyes scan the pages I see many tokens of love from the Father above who is nearest and dearest to me. This old book is my guide, tis a friend by my side, it will lighten and brighten my way and each promise I find soothes and gladdens my mind as I read it and heed it. And in times like these, like never before, let's read, let's heed the Bible. Get into God's word. Spend time in prayer. Spend time with the Savior. In times like these, we need service. Let's not be idle. The world needs your service. The church needs your service. But more important than those things, you need to serve. It's in serving others and making ourselves available to others that we show the love of Christ. It's in service to God to others that we grow and that we know the joy of being used by God. It's in serving others that we become that. led to unprecedented isolation. There's still people who've got themselves shut off and not going out and not doing things. And it's led to isolation and loneliness and depression and suffering. We need to see it as an opportunity to be a blessing to those that need to find hope in a Savior by being a friend to those that need a friend. To those that are lonely, encouraging the downhearted, pointing people to Jesus. And we need to step into our calling and be the hands and feet of Jesus in this world. Amen. The world might be a mess. We stand in Jesus. We stand on the Word of God. We believe and we trust in the promises of God. And we know that God can do great things when we allow Him to move. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we're thankful today, Lord God, for the opportunity that you've given us to come, Lord. God, we thank you, Lord God, that in times like these, we can trust you, that we can lean on you, that we can know, Lord. That your word and your promises are yes and amen. God, there isn't anything in the world that we could do to change your promises, God. We just have to trust you, believe you. Stand on your word, Lord God. We honor you for everything that you've done. We ask you, Father, that you just move, Lord. Among your people, Lord God. ask you, Father, that you bless them, Lord God, as they go from this place today, Lord. God, allow your anointing to rest on their lives. Lord God, let them serve you, Lord. God, let them work for you, God allow your anointing, Lord God, to flow through them, Lord, that they might lead others to Jesus. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for that today. Ask you, Lord, that you just have your way in this place, Lord God. Move, Lord God, and let us be found doing your will, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you all today. Be careful going home. Enjoy your holiday. And we'll see you on Wednesday.